0: Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
1: Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country, and after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 107 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your
2: host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana.
1: We hope this episode finds you well
2: and safe. Absolutely. It's going to be an awesome show today. We have a lot to really look forward to and kind of get excited about on today's show.
1: We certainly do. I'm so excited. It's hard to put into words every time this man grants us the pleasure of an interview. Amy
2: doesn't get like this with just anybody and this week we are going to be talking with 1972 Olympian and America's coach Uh Jeff Galloway.
1: And you know what I was, Carissa, who is his daughter-in-law, She posted an article all about the Olympic trials and Jeff and the story of him actually going to the Olympics in the in the 10,000 and how he helped and coached and mentored a fellow runner during the marathon. And if you look at the times, he finished fourth with the exact same time as the one he coached to take the third spot in the on the marathon olympic team. Wow. I I just yeah. Yeah. I just it was that man always wants to help people be better.
2: And we've been fortunate enough to be e-coaching clients of Jeff's for the better part of the last decade and oh. we've had the honor and the pleasure of getting to know him on a personal level mm-hmm. and become friends and he's just a tremendous source of inspiration yeah. for us and since this is a training week yes, and since of since everything that's going on in the world is impacting the running community mm. in pretty substantial ways from race cancellations and postponements to mm. in some places um, actual prohibitions against running more than a certain prescribed distance from your home, Right, there's a lot to consider. And there's also a lot to just, you know, be thankful for and focus on that is positive. And mm-hmm. if ever there's a person who can help us find the positive, it's Jeff.
1: It's Jeff. Yes. And along with that, uh, us having a training week. I'm also excited to follow up his interview with a little peek inside of our kitchen tonight.
2: This week we are not taking you out to some cool food truck or fancy place for dinner. We are actually giving you a look at some of the food that fuels us on our running journey and that food is Courtesy of recipes that we have picked up from a book that's kind of become, if not the centerpiece, one of the centerpieces of our mm-hmm. healthful lifestyle.
1: Yes, which is the HealthSpan Solution. And that's Ray Cronice and Juliana Hever.
2: Yeah. And we had the pleasure of talking with them a f- couple of weeks ago. Mm. And that interview, we've been teasing it and teasing I it. Know. And it's coming soon. Uh, but we are going to give you a little sneak peek at mm-hmm. some of the food yes. from that book.
1: And then I'm very excited to revisit virtually Big Storm Coffee.
2: Yes. Yes. The creamery
1: and the roastery are in the Tampa Clearwater area.
2: Yeah, we can't head up there tonight as we're (sighs) recording, Yeah, but we can enjoy some of it from the comfort of our own home.
1: Which we certainly do.
2: So we're going to give you a review on one of their whole bean coffees that Mm -hmm. is available for purchase as well as some gear for properly preparing, transporting, and enjoying said beverage. So without further ado, I don't want to keep people waiting because we were lucky enough to get him, but uh, we are going to kick things off in our running segment with our interview with America's coach, Jeff Galloway.
1: Well, as we move into the running segment of our show here today on the Runny Drink Podcast, we are so lucky to be joined by a friend of our show, a 1972 Olympian, America's coach, and the pioneer of the Run, Walk, Run method, author of such books as Marathon You Can Do It, And running until you're 100, you know, we talk about him almost every week on the show. So we are so excited to welcome Jeff Galloway to the running portion of our show. Welcome, sir.
0: Well, thank you, Amy and Dana. And uh, let me just tell you, y'all are doing a great job here. I'm just here to help. So uh, let me know uh, some of the concerns. And I do want to say at the front end that... Mm. Anybody that does have questions, don't hesitate to ask me, whether it be this current situation mm. or uh, any problems you're having with your walking or your running. It uh, is a simple email address. It's jfg at com,
1: And we'll put that in the show notes as well.
0: Absolutely. Good.
1: So that people can communicate with you. I imagine that people in your training programs and your e-coaching clients like me and like Dana have had some questions and concerns about their training going forward. Do you have a, a lot of people reaching out to you?
0: Yes, and actually a lot of my um, e-coach clients are reporting in what's going on various places uh, around the country, a few around the world, and um, you know, we're all going through this together. It, mm. it, it, there's there's a feeling of togetherness, uh, of of really wanting to get through it and, and supporting one another. So that's the good side of it. The other good thing is that the medical authorities have endorsed walking and even running mm. as very valuable uh, activities during this time period. Uh, So the big concern that people have is they don't want to go out very far. So what can they do around their house? Well, I've actually done a lot of this this winter uh, running in the house and Mm -hmm. on our patio deck. Uh, Just little circles, very small circles, uh, meaning that I would walk uh, for most of it and put in short segments of jogging that invigorate the brain, make you feel better.
2: Mm. And
0: um, it's really amazing how many steps you can get. And uh, doing the step count has been a wonderful motivational tool to help Mm. people focus on uh, getting out more often. Another valuable tool is our timer, our Galloway timer, because Mm. you can set that to go off whenever you want to. Uh, A lot of my clients being cooped up, yeah. are uh, setting it every 20 to 30 minutes. And when it beeps, they get up and walk up and down the hall for five minutes or so. And doing this regularly throughout the day is not only healthy, it just simply makes you feel better and turns on your mind. So there's just a lot of benefits from regular stepping it out. Mm.
2: Now, Jeff, that almost sounds... To me, like you're, you're saying that you could almost work on cadence indoors.
0: Yes, you can. Uh, obviously, you have to look at uh, where you can run. And, mm. you know, some homes are not uh, inside, are not as conducive to that. Sure. sure, But it's generally safe on lawns if you watch, you know, the, the s- surface and so forth. Uh, and generally, um, sidewalks are safe, too. So right. you can use short segments for what I'm talking about here, and you don't have to go very far from home.
1: That's true. I mean, if you have stairs in your house, you can utilize those. You can utilize your back porch, your, your, your fenced-in yard, like you, like you said. You can get steps in if you're having to take the dog out and keep them close to the house. So there are a lot of things you can do while we're trying to adhere to these guidelines.
0: Yes. Yes, there's a lot of leeway. And as always, be safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as is, ca- is the case with any of these situations, just be aware of, of what is being uh, put out by mm. governmental authorities and medical authorities,
2: and I also think you got to sift through the separate the wheat from the chaff. Ignore mm. ignore a lot of the stuff you see floating around online as far as you know what Aunt Sally posts on Facebook, and go right to the source.
0: Right, right, absolutely. That you know there there's some really uh, really good people. My uh, media person that I respect is Sanjay Gupta. I, I hadn't found anybody that's as right on target as he with uh, the latest research and so forth. And uh, anyway, uh, there are just a lot of good people out there, but uh, Aunt Sally might not be the one <laughs> to listen to. Yeah,
1: yeah. And as as we go forward, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are in the same boat as, say, me... And Dana, and you've probably had a lot of your e-coaching clients or people that reach out to you by your email or on Facebook, because we've, we've recently had the cancellation of the Star Wars Rival Run weekend. Yes. And people have been spending, you know, maybe weeks, months building up their training and, Now we're at this point. What advice have you given people who have reached out to you that are in that position?
0: Well, there are, of course, a lot of different issues. Um, Most of the events that I'm aware of, uh, of any size whatsoever, have been either canceled or postponed. And so there's really a lack of events for people to focus on. That's been one of the great things. And, of course, the Disney events are they spoil you so much that the loss of something like Star Wars has been a a real deficit in people's motivational cycle of of running schedule. But um, the virtuals can step in here. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have our uh, 13.1 and my wife Barb's 5k medals that you can win for building up to a training run. And And then you make it a bigger deal than a normal training run would be. So it it has motivated a lot of people. Our uh, challenge that we have, uh, the 2020 challenge, uh, to work towards that many kilometers or miles or do it as a team, Mm -hmm. uh, has been embraced by a lot of people during this this particular period of race shutdowns because it gives them something to focus on and to tally, and then to see where they are. Mm-hmm. So it it really has been um, a good thing for motivational uh, issues. Um, now, my suggestion is as soon as, as one door closes, uh, such as a race that you wanted to go to has been canceled, there are a lot of other doors that would be open. Mm-hmm. And you just have to Talk with your fellow runners uh, by email or, or Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you going to go? What are you thinking about later in the year? The mm-hmm. races that I um, am focusing on are uh, the Alaska uh, Run Fest in Anchorage. One Anchorage of our favorites. Anchorage in August.
1: Oh, we loved and, um, that last year.
0: Yeah. It,
2: isn't it great? <sighs> Cannot recommend that one enough. I'm not a big fan of the flight to get there but the race itself, it's amazing. Well,
0: it, it really is. It really is. But, and then the Des Moines, uh, marathon and half marathon and other events in yeah. October are a really good One And here's another one that I'm not even sure I mentioned to you, uh, when we talked earlier oh. this year, but the cannonball in Greensboro, North Carolina, I was no. up there last year. i I'm going back to it this year. Ooh. It is a fun event, and um, they really do a great job up there, uh, mm. Junction 311. Uh, so anyway, um, those are some that, that I just off the cuff will tell you about. I know they're, they're really well run and, and mm-hmm. fun events. Um, but and those are all fall farm, ones,
1: right? Those are all fall ones?
0: They are. Okay. They are. Yeah, Anchorage is in uh, August. Right. Towards, towards the, I guess, third week in August. And then the others you mentioned, you The other two are in October.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Another <laughs> thing that Barb just mentioned is uh, since um, there's this downtime uh, and a lot of people who tend to race too much, often don't have time to do speed work. Well, this downtime would allow people to set up a schedule for speed work. You can find those schedules in uh, any of my books that work on training Mm -hmm. for certain distances, like the 5K, 10K book, the half Mm -hmm. marathon book, uh, the year-round plan book. And, uh, of course, those that are uh, really looking at uh, high achievement goals, the Boston How to Qualify book.
1: Yeah. And all of this we we can find, we know on Jeffgalloway.com. So your virtual race and those yes. books and training plans and even your magic mile calculator and the training programs that um, your that Chris Twiggs kind of directs.
0: Yes. Uh, customized training. Mm-hmm. That's a very economical way to get training advice, and uh, it, it really does, uh, uh, it's been very popular. And it can
1: be a virtual race, or it can be just improving your running for whatever may happen in the in the future as we look to those fall
0: races. Absolutely. The, the main principle here is what I discovered when I wrote my mental training book, and that is you can choose which brain operating system you're going to use Mm. whenever uh, throughout the day. You can either use your conscious brain, uh, which is your human brain, or you can use your ancient emotional brain, which Mm. is sometimes called monkey brain. Uh, By having a schedule and by interacting with that schedule regularly, you're going to tend to activate the human brain, which overrides the emotional brain so that you don't get those Uh, roller coaster feelings of feeling good at the beginning of a run and not good in the middle or whatever it is that you're going through emotionally with all the other things going on in life. And by focusing on things, you're going to activate that human brain and stay in control. It's so
1: important. And I think that that is great advice in the running and the, the run, walk, run training, but also in the current situation that we're, we're in, you have to take control and use those positive mantras to, to push forward, especially when we have these obstacles that we can't control.
0: Absolutely. Correct.
2: Well, I was going to say with everything that's going on right now and you, you, you touched Mm. on it a little bit. I'm going to kind of get you to, to go back uh, on to something you just said a minute ago. You're, Talking about runners neglecting speed work. Yes. Generally, or or oftentimes. And this is an opportunity for them to actually slow down. Uh, that, that sounds funny. Slow down. But <laughs> but refocus their training a little bit, I suppose, would be a better way to put it. And work on some of the the technique and work on that speed work. Can you talk a little bit more about? how they can use this as an opportunity to improve their performance in races once things start to normalize?
0: Just this week, I have um, interacted by email with three of my e-coach clients who said they wanted to change the schedule. They, All three of them were folks that uh, were had a tendency to schedule too many races so that oh. they would didn't have time to put in speed work because they were racing all the time. Mm. But now that the races have been called off or or postponed, there's this opportunity to include strategic speed work. Mm -hmm. Now, like any other element of running, speed training needs to be regularly spaced so that you would be doing uh, these workouts in a strategic manner Mm. uh, every week if it's a 5K or 10K, or every uh, two weeks if it's a half marathon. And in the marathon, it even goes up to every three weeks. So you don't have to do these uh, that often, but they have to be done according to whatever the schedule is in order to maintain the adaptations that you have been doing. The second principle is to have a realistic goal, and that will set up what speed you'd need to run on the speed repetitions, the uh, Magic Mile can help you there. So go to our Magic Mile calculator on the, uh, my website, jeffgalloway.com, and you'll mm-hmm. find how to calculate that. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you could uh, make uh, a leap of faith goal that would be up to 30 seconds per mile faster than what the Magic Mile predicts as you're Ultimate performance all that is is listed in the uh, on the uh, website there under magic mile And then you set up your workouts that start with only uh, a few repetitions uh, No more than than four on the first workout. Mm -hmm. You would be walking for three minutes um, in between each repetition Mm -hmm. except for the mile repetitions and you'd be walking five minutes between those and you would uh, run each repetition 30 seconds per mile pace faster than you want to run in the race itself on each additional workout every other week or every third weekend in most cases you would be adding two additional repetitions so you'd start with four of them and two weeks later Uh, you'd be doing six, Mm. and two weeks after that, eight. Uh, If you were training for a 5k or a 10k, which a number of people that I'm coaching have decided to do since they don't have races, Mm. then the 5k and 10k speed work is composed of 400 meter or quarter mile repetitions. And uh, hopefully in, in your area, the Mm-hmm. The recreation departments keep the track open. Some areas they don't in yeah. this uh, shutdown period, unfortunately. But you can measure via GPS a sure. quarter-mile segment on a sidewalk or road and just run repetitions that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Another thing that uh, several of my eCoach clients are doing is dropping down to 200-meter or 220-yard repetitions – an eighth of a mile. That's and me. that enables the speed and the cadence to pick up at the same time. Uh, oh. So these are all options that you can choose. And the structure of the workout then is going to be based on which one you choose.
1: And I love the point that you make that it, it can't it's not like you're cramming for a big test when you yeah. do this kind of training and this kind of speed work. It's, you can't do it all at once and, and rush it. It has to be spread out over time for you to see the effect on race day or on your virtual race or at the end of your training program.
0: Absolutely. And you also need to remember that uh, recovery period is as important as the hard workout. Mm. So if you're going into a workout tired, um, then it's going to take longer to recover. Yeah. Uh, and same is true as if you, after the hard workout, you start running too hard too soon. You won't allow the body to rebuild.
1: Mm. And that is just as important. Rest and recovery is just as important to the end goal. I love that.
2: Yes. Something that I've learned over the last uh, <laughs> last. Couple of years is that you. you yeah. The sleep component, the 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 downtime is is just as crucial as too. what you are doing.
1: Yeah, it is. Now I am sure that things have changed for you in in terms of your schedule and and your running schools and training programs. We yes. want to ask. You know, because you are s- such a friend of the podcast and you have helped and supported us and, and so many others in running goals and in run, walk, run goals so, so much. And we're so grateful. Jeff, we want to wish you and Barb and Brennan and Weston and Carissa and everybody in your family well to stay safe and healthy. And we wish you the best in all of your endeavors for running schools online and we'll be looking out on jeffgalloway.com and and we'll post your email for those questions that some, some of our listeners might have.
2: Get ready for a full inbox.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate your support greatly. And as you know, I salute all of the listeners out there And I'm there for you. I'm I'm here to help you. So do not hesitate. Uh, You can either ask the question through JeffGalloway.com, where there's a free email service there, or you can go to uh, email address of jfg at jeffgalloway.com.
1: Jeff Galloway. America's coach our e-coach a friend of the podcast thank you so much for spending time to talk with us today
0: glad to and we will get through this keep running
1: he's such a great interview anytime he is on the show or we happen to run into him at a run Disney Expo he's full of information tips anything that's gonna help us he's he is such a great listener such a great motivator
2: and I, no matter what the running trend is what the new hotness is it's so great talking with him because he has that perspective of being at the forefront of the running community for the better part of 40 years oh my gosh yeah so yeah he's Kind of been there, done that, got the t-shirt,
1: and he lets all of us benefit from the wisdom of his experience. So when when he gave that email out, not once but twice during the interview, I, I take him up on that because he. It doesn't matter where your experience is in your journey with running, or or if you're training couch to five k. To marathon, to ultra, whatever. He is so patient, so kind, and so generous with his time.
2: Yeah, and not even an. This isn't an ad for his e coaching. But if you were to decide to to sign up for any of that e coaching, Mm. I promise you that his value that you get for your money far exceeds what he's advertising, and he's he's much more available than even what the terms of that e coaching are. So yes, yep. Take a look at it. If that's something that's right for you, by mm-hmm. all means, support Jeff. It's it's well, Jeff yeah. that you're talking to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. when you're getting the email back, it's Jeff writing them.
1: Yeah. And the, the Galloway programs, the training programs throughout the country, they're just great when we can start to have access to those all around the country again. His books up there on the website and his timer, they're. There's such a wealth of information on jeffgalloway.com.
2: Yep, check it out.
1: That was a fantastic interview, and he always is. And really, we have a fantastic book that we have been cooking from. And actually, like we, I use that term very loosely.
2: Well, you've cooked from it.
1: I've cooked from it, but you... You, sir, have been really foundational in taking this book, The Healthspan Solution, and cooking from it. And the recipes in this book, they're phenomenal.
2: Yeah, um, we've mentioned it before in, in the first episode of 2020 when we were telling everybody our story of what we've been doing to pursue a, a more healthful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We switched to a whole food plant-based diet six days a week, mm-hmm. or we say six days a week. It's often longer than that, but uh, mm-hmm. health a whole food plant-based diet with rare and appropriate times to go off plan. And for us, that's usually when we're recording the show or right. we're going to do research for the show, which means that we're going out for the eating and drinking portion of the show. Right. And this was all prompted because I ended up going into the hospital with high blood pressure and wanted to get that under control. And as a result, both of us have lost over 70 pounds. Yes. So when I started down this path initially. I had no idea what I was doing. You know, I, I going, you know, mm. whole hog into this was just totally new territory for me. But yeah. I started looking for resources. I found Ray and Juliana with their first book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a complete idiot's guide or idiot's guide to plant-based nutrition. Mm-hmm. And then this is a a second book from them as a as an writing team. And the Healthspan solution dropped just a couple of months ago.
1: December?
2: I, November, I December, something yeah. like that. And I, I started exploring it on Apple Books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and that way I could, I could bookmark pages and mm-hmm. highlight passages and all of that. Yeah. And basically it gives you kind of a breakdown of the science behind what they're talking about. But it's not preachy. Some of the things that get the negative connotations towards people who are vegetarian or vegan. You know, the joke is, how do you know who, who's a vegan? Just wait a minute, they'll tell you. Oh. It's none of that. It really is just laying out delicious meals. And the, the here's the dirty secret. Most of these meals, if you wanted to add a protein to them, like you could chicken, fish, steak, totally. Uh, you absolutely could. And I, I think that their focus on healthful ingredients and great flavor is what's made the difference.
1: What's going to be filling and nu- nutritionally dense. Yes. Right?
2: Yes. The idea is that you're getting everything you need by eating several meals a day from this book. Mm-hmm. And again, it's more of a cookbook, less of a diet plan.
1: Yeah, I would say it's full of recipes yes. more so than philosophy. They they spend a very short amount of time in the book uh, on the on the foundation. Right. And like you said, it's not political or preachy in any way it's here you want to add years to your life and life to your years then this here here's how you can do it and here's how you can enjoy what you eat
2: Exactly and I think that's if you're making a lifestyle change like I did for health reasons mm-hmm. you have to, and you're a food lover you've got to be able to enjoy what you're doing yeah and I could have done it through you know um, something like body for life we're eating you know like a a fistful of carbs a fistful of protein and all that but you can only eat so much grilled chicken and before you just go you start growing feathers so
1: there are different ways that people out there have accomplished health and fitness this is just the way we found that has been the most successful for us long term Yes, And has given us the, and, and this book in particular has given us the, the greatest variety in terms of flavors.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: And in terms of ingredients and trying things that you, that I wouldn't have normally for, you know, for the better part of my entire life. I'm not going to give my age. <sighs> It's, no, on, man. it's on our website. <laughs> it's like okay, 45 years, 45, 45 years. <laughs> I said it, <laughs> but he's older than I am, but this I would never have known to put these things together. No. no. And I'm I'm so excited that we will share the interview with them in the in the coming weeks. But I'm really disappointed that I never said during the interview to them how much i appreciate what they've done to help us because giving us this kind of life this this 70 pound loss and helping me feel a little bit more secure in in our health outlook going forward as a married couple that is something you just can't say enough for what they have provided.
2: I think you just did. So yeah. So we're gonna have a I'm link. I'm gushing, yeah. and you know how it is. And we're gonna have a link to the book <laughs> and all of that. But this is just to give you kind of an idea of what you might expect when you pick up the book. And like I said, the if you wanna read about their their plan, it's very interesting reading, very they break yeah. the science down, make it enjoyable. Yeah. Y- you end up kind of getting it as you read, you're like, oh, okay, I could try this. And then next thing yeah. you know, you're dropping weight like insanely uh, fast, you're not feeling hungry. You don't feel, you know, deprived, and, and I there you are. Can tell
1: you, yeah, that's that's true. And in the show notes, I put a link to uh, like a an actual version, like a, a traditional book version, and then also to a Kindle version.
2: Okay, so yeah. you can do it in in the real world or mm-hmm. electronically. Cool. Yeah. But again, this is just our experiences personally. Anecdote is not the singular of data and right. we just say if you're going to do anything like a major lifestyle change of course consult your doctor we are not doctors or medical professionals. Exactly. So
1: disclaimer all of that
2: disclaimer out of the way let mm-hmm. me talk about some of the food and we're going to talk about a specific dish that has become <sighs> a staple in our household.
1: I think that you made this once for us and then I was like oh it has to be in the mix
2: every week. Yeah. Uh, the, I stumbled on this. I didn't even know uh, one of these ingredients even existed. Really? Really.
1: Oh, you have to, wait. yeah.
2: And this is uh, a dish that they call their lemon tahini broccoli slaw. Now, I'm really familiar with tahini because I, throughout college and, and well into my adulthood, I've been a big fan of hummus. Yes. So tahini is basically um, peanut butter, but it's made out of sesame seeds instead of peanuts.
1: This is, well, you make us hummus every week. I do. So t- tahini is something we have in our pantry all the time. Anyway. Because it's such a satisfying kind of snack.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. the flavor, it, the, the consistency is very much like peanut butter. The flavor mm-hmm. is like toasted sesame seeds on yeah. steroids. Yeah. It's, it's just really buttery and delicious Mm -hmm. and it's it's a the basis for the dressing of this slaw that you're making and the the dish calls for a bag of broccoli slaw that is something i had no idea even existed
1: well there's there's a lot in the vegetable case or in the produce area of the grocery store that I don't know how long it's been there, but it's new to us. Like uh, the cauliflower rice. Yeah. like and, and I didn't know about broccoli slaw. Like when you said at first, hey, I, I looked this up in the book and I'm going to make it. I was thinking that you were getting... Broccoli florets, and you were going to like...
2: Going to have to grate them. Like
1: do something to chop or grate or... So the pre-packaged broccoli slaw, when you think of coleslaw typically that's bagged in the produce section, it's going to be nice and thin, very much like coleslaw. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's green coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Is the that best, kind of consistency. Best way to describe it.
1: It's a little bit firmer, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then the other item that is in this... In this mix, or as far as the, uh, the the vegetable goes, is chickpeas.
1: Yeah, I love that. And that is also a key ingredient in hummus.
2: Well, I grew up, well, it's the main ingredient, but yes. I grew up eating garbanzo bean soup. So I garbanzo didn't. beans is, you know, that's the other, other name for chickpeas. But yeah, no. that was always a staple at my house growing up.
1: We never had it, never.
2: And, I, well, you know, being able to, to just take you know a bag of dried beans, throw them in the instant pot for an hour and then bam they're ready to go and then start combining this mm-hmm. and make the dish and you can pre and you can end up making a really big batch like we do and well yeah ha- and having lunch to grab and go for a week for the week
1: now but if somebody doesn't have an instant pot then what can they do well
2: you can you can use canned or, or, or pre-cooked canned beans you can also just cook uh, the dry soak the dried beans and then cook them according to the package sure. but the the th- if, if you do have an instant pot the beauty of that thing is you can go so. from dried beans to cooked beans in 60 minutes
1: it's so easy watching I, you do
2: it it is ridiculous yeah and again they're not a sponsor either we love our Instant Pot oh my so gosh. much so we have one on the counter and a spare one in the, count, in, the, in the closet for when that one dies.
1: And if it ever does. If it ever does. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, chickpeas. You know what I like in this whole mix? The sun-dried tomatoes, the chopped sun-dried tomatoes that are not packed in oil, because as, as part of our whole plan we don't do oil or salt right no added. added no
2: added salt sugar fat
1: yeah just what's in the ingredients themselves
2: yeah and and you can play around a little bit if you this is garnished the, the, they say garnish the final product with the uh, with the sun-dried tomatoes the the um, Sun-dried tomatoes. There's a variety of them that you can find out there, including which I uh, one that I really like is the smoked variety.
1: Yeah, that that has been great in this recipe.
2: So you can find them; they're pre-packaged in a in a little Ziploc mm-hmm. style bag that has um, that, that they're they're dry, they're julienne cut, so and you don't even
1: have to worry about prepping them.
2: You don't have to do anything except drop them in. Yeah. So what you end up doing. With this, mm. I'm assuming you're wanting me to talk through since I normally am the one well, yeah. cook so, this. Well, yeah, so
1: like we have the tahini we talked about. The we tahini have...
2: is the base for yeah. the dressing. So when, the you're, dressing. when you're making this, you make that dressing. Yes. So you're you're adding tahini, you're adding fresh squeezed lemon juice, mm. you're adding a couple of cloves of garlic, and then they recommend low-sodium tamari, which is like low-sodium soy sauce. We use liquid aminos, tomato, tomato, kind of whatever you like
1: and what you can find and what
2: you what you might have in your area yeah most major grocery stores like in like the health food aisle will have um will have liquid aminos and in their international foods aisle will have soy sauce or tamari so you're yeah probably going to be pretty lucky yeah then a little bit of ground black pepper that goes in your blender Mm. you're making the the dressing right there um
1: and what and we don't have a traditional blender. We did it in our um w- oh what do you call well, it? Well, we have a
2: magic bullet, yeah. which we use like a food processor.
1: Yeah. So which made it super easy because you just throw it in the cup and then throw it.
2: Yep, you zhuzh it and, and your your dressing's ready to go. And then in a you know, in a really big mixing bowl, you open those bags of pre made broccoli slaw. You top that with your um, chickpeas and then you Put the dressing in and you toss, mm-hmm. toss, toss, toss. We prepackage everything in yeah. um, these Put little the sun dried
1: tomato in there. You mix it all together.
2: Well, I, I'll I'll do it both ways sometimes. Just depends if I yeah. you know feel like mixing yeah. uh, any more or if I, what I'll often do is I'll I'll prepackage everything in the in the uh, plastic containers and then top them with the oh. sun dried tomatoes. Okay, so you can do it either way.
1: Yeah. I well, I kind of like it. Honestly, I'm giving like commentary as we're talking about it. I I just think when you when you mix, especially the smoky ones, Mm -hmm. the that gives it because you prepackage it, and then it's always the the flavors have had a chance to really marry.
2: Yeah, uh, a day or two later. A day or two later,
1: they're great. Yeah, they're great.
2: And then, so what's this like? Smoky. Well. The the dressing that you're making out of the tahini, the lemon, the tamari or the uh soy sauce, the black pepper mm-hmm. has this wonderful rich uh, tart and slightly salty flavor.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's it's like a it's it's almost like a, a spicy or or almost like a uh, a Caesar salad dressing is the best way I could I could describe it. it it's very tart, unctuous. It's just rich. It's not
1: like an anchovy flavor, and it's not like a peanut butter flavor. I know when you talked about the tahini, you said it was like a
2: peanut butter consistency. Yeah, yeah.
1: like a like a, but it's not overly sweet.
2: Uh, there's no sweetness at all to this.
1: I get tart and. I, I get that acid from the lemon juice.
2: And nuttiness from the mm-hmm. from the sesame seed. Yeah. And the tahini. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I just like, you know, there's the broccoli and the chickpeas. And I think the chickpeas are what adds the hardiness to the whole
2: slaw. Oh dish. yeah. The the broccoli slaw is a great cheat if you're making like lunch for the week, because unlike coleslaw, where if you had shredded cabbage and you add anything acidic to it and it starts to draw the moisture out, yeah. it gets really limp and kind of gross by about day four.
1: This I can have all week for, take it for lunch.
2: There is none of that yeah. with this. It doesn't get limp and soggy. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, and the
1: broccoli slaw is a, a substantial. Yes substantial. So I I think that all of these ingredients work together to create the perfect grab and go kind of lunch.
2: And then like you said the the chickpeas and you you can play with the proportions a little bit. Yeah. I add probably a little bit more on this side of the chickpeas than than less. I like the chickpea flavor. I love it. And it this is a one container meal mm. that you can use it certainly as a side but you can turn it into your the main dish and it fills you up and it tastes fantastic
1: it does it i love that the smokiness of the sun-dried tomato and i just think that the chickpeas are really substantial so i'll i'll take it in as my main dish for lunch yeah totally so, so. that is a shining star in the salads the salads section
2: yeah, they, they do a lot of yeah. options for salads, and th- this is just one that, that we are constantly going to and would highly recommend. If you check this book out, mm-hmm. make this recipe. You're not going to regret it. Yeah. The the, the fact that you're able to, to do this as a side or to you know make this into your meal makes it very versatile. Mm-hmm. And just incredibly uh, enjoyable, and that lemon tahini sauce, I'd put there. I'd actually would take that and make it into like a sandwich spread, oh, by itself. And the, if you add more garlic to it, you can give it a bit of a bite, especially if you're using raw garlic. Oh, so you can make it a little a little bit spicy by doing that. Mm. But fair warning, if you've got to work close to people, they may not appreciate that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I like the the way that the recipes in the book are broken up, not into breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and desserts. Right. It's soups, salads, sides, sweets, and then sauces and seasonings.
2: Yeah, their concept is that everything that you're eating is healthful. Yeah, and so, it doesn't matter what time of day you have it.
1: Because I've had that broccoli slaw for breakfast. Yeah, nothing so, wrong with
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you wake up craving something savory and this you know? definitely scratches that itch. This is yeah. not like a traditional southern coleslaw that's very sweet.
1: No. And it's, you know, I mean, typically you would have a whole bunch of mayo. Right. In that kind of slaw.
2: And he doesn't they, they don't have mm-hmm. a traditional mayo-based um Anything here. But Mm. they do have recipes for a mayo replacement that is actually very, very good. Oh, yeah. So, again, if you're looking to go plant-based, if you're looking to change things up, you absolutely could. And, oh, here's the other secret to this slaw. If you wanted to put a diced chicken breast on top of it. You could. It would be great. Mm -hmm. Or a, a sliced chicken breast. So. Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, a chicken breast. Any way you dice or slice. Whatever.
2: Yeah, so if you... (laughs) <laughs> i'm telling you this is a fantastic dish
1: it's it's good i I want to talk about others as we go on throughout the next couple of weeks because there are some soups that are dynamite
2: yeah, they do really offer us some options like um there 's a mushroom and wild rice bisque that is my go to um, a fiesta corn stew. I love that one. That's oh my gosh. fantastic. And if you want to, what I really like is that they bring in a, the opportunity to do a lot of, of a, flavors from Asia. So mm-hmm. they have like a great udon, uh, sweet and sour udon noodle that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, some Indian flavors with like a smoky lentil stew.
1: And, and the, and this is one salad, but we, there's also a, an actual, like a Caesar, a play on a Caesar mm-hmm. and the, uh, the Mexican rice burrito bowl. Um just, they, there are so many that we could talk about. So check out the book if you haven't. And if you're just, if you're interested in that, just kind of changing up what you eat, or, intro, just an introduction, a nice introduction to a plant-based lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So, I I
2: love it. That is the Healthspan Solution from Ray Crow, Nice, and Juliana Hever, Available everywhere. Fine books are sold. Yay. We will have links to that. We'll be talking about that more in the coming weeks once we uh, get their interview edited and ready to rock.
1: I know. We've been teasing it long enough. <sighs> it's, long it's about enough. time. Well,
2: I'm excited for it. I want to I do them justice and... Um, Honestly, it, what we're probably going to do is break it into a couple of episodes because sure. we, they spent a ton of time with us really mm-hmm. breaking down and really geeking out on some of the stuff behind the, the HealthSpan solution yeah. and their the science to their, well, the science to their sorcery.
1: Yeah. So I know you want to do it right.
2: I do. We're going to do
1: it right. So stay tuned for that.
2: And speaking of doing it right, you know who else is doing it right?
1: Uh Big Storm Coffee.
2: Big Storm Coffee. Yeah. They, of course, are the company. sister or the other half of uh, Big Storm Brewing. Mm. And, you know, several months back, we had the opportunity to sit down and do a cupping. Yes. And tasting right here in our Big Storm location here in Cape Coral.
1: Oh, yes. Chris Ramsey's their head roaster, he is in charge of the Big Storm Coffee Company their mix. And uh, in the show notes we link back to our video interview with him. And if you go to runnydrink.net and you click on shows at the top of the page, you can you can find if you just search big storm coffee, you can you can find our series of episodes about their coffee. But on social media lately, I've been getting comments on our daily coffee posts. Oh and they have said, you know, you post about coffee every morning, every day.
2: It is a daily thing with you. And you, you don't drink coffee while you look for coffee memes.
1: I do. <laughs> and we have coffee chats although we need I need to have more of those than than I've had in the last couple of weeks, but
2: If only you had time.
1: I got to have time. Got to have t- I'm going to make time. I'm going to make time. You know? So a lot of people have been commenting on those posts. Mm-hmm. Okay, you talk about it all the time, but what are some of your favorite coffees? What do you like to drink? What are your favorite varieties? Oh. So here we go. Here we go. So here we go. So Big Storm released like a bag of beans. Whole bean coffee. Whole bean coffee called El Rayo. R-A-Y-O. Espresso blend.
2: And their description says that it's an award-winning blend made with beans sourced from Central America and Africa. Expect notes of dry chocolate, berry, and tobacco for a pleasant and smooth coffee drinking experience.
1: Yes, and it's... They go on to say, it's a bronze medal winner in the 2019 Golden Bean North American Coffee Roasters competition and conference. This blend, you have to grab in their tap rooms. And they released it last October.
2: And we grabbed it back. And we did. And it is glorious. Let's talk about this. I have always been a fan. Well... I'm typically a fan of medium roast coffees.
1: Yeah. And, and when, when we... I like blonde roasts, typically.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, there's no medium roast espresso. That is true. So Espresso, by its definition, is a type of roast uh, on the coffee bean. It is a darker roast. And what a lot of people don't know is the longer you roast coffee... And I, you're, you're looking and laughing at me because I'm geeking out about this. And she's no, doing that because I used to work for a major coffee retailer. This is and why through some, I'm
1: having you talk about it.
2: Went through extensive coffee training. But yeah. uh, the longer. I know your you, experience. Yeah. The longer you roast beans, actually, the less caffeine is in them. Oh. So uh, also it tends to make the bean mellow out and it. Reduces the amount of acid or the acidic flavor in a coffee. That's why you don't see beans like a Kenya Double A typically roasted to an espresso roast because Kenyan coffees tend to be sought out for their higher acidic profile because that's something people like the tartness that you know that, mm. that it brings to it, and espresso roasting will kill that. So oh. you oftentimes will find coffees like. Or beans like they're talking about Central America, and Africa, Central America, and Mexico, uh, that are going to be um, a lot of times medium, light to medium bodied coffees, mm. medium acidity, and then they roast the heck out of it, and that gets to that nice dark, oily appearance on that bean.
1: Mm. And
2: when you crack that that cracked that bag open, you saw how pretty that looked.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And tell me I am wrong. You are not. They're just gorgeous.
1: Yeah. So I, I, when they say chocolate, berry, and tobacco, mm-hmm. I definitely get the chocolate and the berry. I don't know if I get tobacco like so much when yeah. I taste this.
2: Well, there are people with golden palates who can pick up.
1: Uh, I don't have a golden palette. Me either. No. Me either. But those are the flavors that I get. And, I, I mean, I just like it, I think. And normally, like I said, I'll have, like, a will be a blonde roast, mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, this, this is a great way to have espresso.
2: Yes. And what we'll often do is we'll prep it uh, and we'll brew it through a French press. And I like doing that because we don't have an espresso machine per se. Mm -mm. We do have a Nespresso machine. Mm -hmm. We want a quick coffee to make on our way out the door. But when we're having like um, a weekend day together and we're going to sit down and enjoy coffee, we'll make it in a, in a French press.
1: We did it for a coffee chat not too long ago. We did. Yeah,
2: And I like French presses because you don't have the paper filter that lets all of the oil from the bean mm. come through to the final brew of the coffee.
1: See, you are a fountain of information, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the paper filters <laughs> absorb a lot of the oil from the beans, and it, it doesn't give you the best extraction or the best, uh, the best brew. And I like espressos for that reason, because not to just serve them as espresso, like and that means brewing them under pressure, like in an espresso maker. Mm. But I like making them as brewed coffee because it gives you a really smooth.
1: It, it is smooth.
2: Cup of coffee.
1: It's smooth, but this is where we can talk about the gear. Yes. That we because we do have a French press.
2: Yeah, we have a a, a regular like four cup. A press from mm-hmm. Bodum that's, you can pick that up at just about any Bed Bath & Beyond mm-hmm. or Homewares retailer. But what we got not too long ago was some travel presses from a company called Espro, E-S-P-R-O.
1: E-S-P-R-O, Espro, ultralight coffee press
2: and this thing is cool this is basically a travel mug with a french press built in and a a watertight lid with a handle so Mm. super simple you grind your beans you put your ground beans in the bottom add your hot water and then the actual plunge basket and plunger assembly you just put it right in the top of the of the mug and you let it sit and steep for however long, usually about three to four minutes. Yeah. Once you plunge it, that takes all the grounds out of that mix and then you can drink right from the the double wall insulated mug <laughs> or you can pour it into your vessel of choice. Yeah. It so. is... The coolest I love it little French press I've ever seen.
1: I love it. And we got it what we got it for when we were at Podfest. Yes. For a podcasting conference.
2: Yes. Sometimes you just don't know what hotel coffee is going to be like.
1: What the options in the room are.
2: Typically not good.
1: And if you're gonna get up early and you're gonna get a run-in or you're gonna be in the gym before anybody can beat you to the one treadmill is, or, so, or you have to be at conference sessions, so you got to get up early and you need the coffee beforehand, just period.
2: Exactly. And, and the fact of the matter is, if you've got some good whole bean coffee that you grind, take that with you, mm. you can grab one of these travel presses, and then you can make fresh, good coffee in your hotel room or wherever, mm. just by having access to water and a microwave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you and I know that we got the beans, that, the whole beans in the El Reyo espresso blend. Mm-hmm. But they do have ground bagged coffee at, at Big Storm.
2: Okay. I personally like to get the whole bean and grind it myself. And why is that? Because you want it the you don't want to release any of the aromatics inside the bean any sooner than necessary. That's why you get the freshest best tasting cup from beans that have been ground fresh that said sometimes convenience has to win out
1: depending on if you're traveling etc but you know when i'm can you tell i'm just dreaming of traveling to races again sorry (laughs) more (laughs) conferences or you know anything like that but that's you can that's that's a good point i'm just learning all sorts of coffee knowledge from you today (laughs) Yes, I I have, I actually arranged for a coffee expert to be my co-host on the Runny Drink (laughs) podcast.
2: (laughs) Well, that was probably one of the best jobs I ever had, and I would go back and do it again. But it is, it it is just, there's a lot to learn for something so simple and such a simple pleasure, but you can taste the difference Mm. by doing certain things, you know, grinding your own beans. Knowing how to long know. to actually, you know, how hot your water should be, how how long you should steep your coffee, mm-hmm. you know, metal filter versus paper filter, all that stuff. So little things you can do to, to improve your coffee experience. And like I said, when, like tomorrow, when this drops in our feed, uh-huh. we'll be off. When I get up in the morning, I'm going to have coffee in this Espro press.
1: And really it was, uh, we'll put a link to it in the show notes and it's really... Not that expensive.
2: No. Uh, either. Depending on the finish that you get, they range anywhere from about $29 to $41, mm. you know, depending. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends on the aesthetic that you like. Yeah. But they all work exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Because so, there's just like colors. But yeah. I got a I got a black one. Yeah. And that was like $35. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I will tell you, I have gotten good use. It, it's... A quality type of product. So, and they're and they're not sponsoring the show.
2: No, this is purely just a sharing honesty. gear that we like. Uh, the only consideration we get is if you click on our link, that's an affiliate link, yeah. and it helps support the show.
1: Yeah. So, it's a link to um, the product on Amazon. So, right. It it has lasted us almost a year and a half now. A year. A year, at least. We've had it a year,
2: and and here's the best feature, which we didn't even we kind of buried the lead on it. Mm. Things machine washable.
1: Oh, like you could put it in the dishwasher. You can put it in the dishwasher. A little basket. You know, you
2: rinse out the beans from the basket, and mm -hmm. you throw the whole thing in the in the in the the dishwasher, and you're done. And it's super simple, and it Mm. does a good job of keeping your coffee hot. It
1: does throughout. You've got got a
2: long commute.
1: I have, um, depending on the day. It's maybe 60 to 90 minutes, sometimes two hours. And it's not the distance. It's usually the track on the road. Yeah. So it does a great job of keeping it warm for me. I should actually show it off in a beer chat or in a coffee chat uh, uh, soon.
2: Sounds like a plan.
1: And I think we did once. We did on an Instagram live. Yeah. Yeah. So we should do that again. Okay. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow since we're off together.
2: So anyway, check that out if you're looking for a great way to transport the freshest cup of coffee you're ever going to make for yourself. Highly recommend it. It, It's going to be a piece of gear that lasts and we think you're going to enjoy it. So it's something that we personally use ourselves. Yeah. So. Anyway,
1: so we had a great interview and I just want to say thank you again to Jeff Galloway, America's coach, our coach for taking time to talk with us.
2: And we also got to give you guys a peek into our own kitchen to see some of the things that we're eating and we're cooking out of the book, The Healthspan Solution by Ray Cronice and Juliana Hever, two authors who have helped give us some of our health back, and added yes. life to our years.
1: Yes. And you now have some insider information to why I love coffee or what coffee I love in Big Storm's El Rayo.
2: And how best to enjoy whatever coffee you like by c- prepping it and transporting it in your own personal ultralight French press made yeah. by Espro. Yeah. We really thank you guys for joining us this week. We would like for you to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the Runcation Nation and we really appreciate your support.
1: We've gotten a couple of new ones lately. Excellent. And we just we can't tell you how much we appreciate that and that that the comments that you've left for us about how you're enjoying the show. Maybe we should share some of those in an upcoming episode. So Absolutely. If you get on over there and you rate and review, you may hear your review.
2: And if you want to share a race or a place to eat or drink in your hometown when travel gets back to normal, (laughs) leave us a one-minute message with your name, where you're from, and what you're interested in sharing at info at runeatdrink.net. Or you can call us at 941-677-2733 leave a one-minute comment just your name where you're calling from and Mm. what you want to share with us we would love to share that with everybody out there in the runcation nation
1: that's 941-677-2733 if you're going to leave it as a voicemail or if you're going to attach an audio file you can email it to info at runeatdrink.net like jeff said We're looking forward and planning for the future and thinking of those fall races when we can get back to it and everybody is safe and healthy and happy. Exactly. So we look forward to that and let us know where we should go.
2: So for now,
1: for now, really, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully this was an hour out of your day. You could take us on the run. You could listen to us while you're doing things around the house. We really appreciate you tuning in. We see you as part of our family. And we hope that you're enjoying the show. And we can't wait to bring you next week's edition. So for now, I'm Amy.
2: And I'm Dana. And
1: we will talk to you really soon thanks for listening to this week's episode of the run eat drink podcast we're having a great third year because of your support don't forget to follow us on facebook and instagram at run eat drink podcast and on twitter we're at run eat drink pod you can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.